0: I'd like to take a moment now to tell you about my favorite co-parenting app, Fair. There are other apps out there, but Fair is the only one that I recommend to my clients. We know that divorce is never easy, and when children are in the picture, it can be really tricky, especially when you're trying to communicate with your ex, and that's a challenge. Now there's an app with you and your kids in mind. It's called Fair, F-A-Y-R. FAIR is the easiest, most intuitive, and conflict-diffusing co-parenting app on the market. It helps to eliminate misunderstandings while also improving communication between co-parents. Here's what the FAIR app can do. It has a time-sharing calendar, documentable text messaging, an expense tracker, a GPS check-in, and by the way, no one else has that, a monthly parenting report, a private journal, a file vault, And importantly, you can export all of the records into a convenient and time and date stamped PDF when you need it for your attorney or for court. And there's a Spanish version of the app as well. So subscribe at BeFair.com, that's B-E-F-A-Y-R.com, and then download Fair from the App Store or Google Play. You can go to FAIR.com for more details and use the discount code SUSANG18 to receive 20% off. Coming up on today's episode of the Divorce and Beyond podcast.
1: When people start with the divorce, um, I think it's very unexpected, the actual cost, because you're not just paying for uh, a divorce attorney. You also have to pay for your interim expenses, Um, and you also have to pay for maybe two households. Now, if, if your, if your spouse ends up moving out or you move out, um, you also have to pay for your lifestyle, your living expenses during your divorce.
0: Hello, and welcome to the divorce and beyond podcast. I'm Susan Guthrie, your host as a top divorce attorney and family law mediator for 30 years. Hello and welcome. I'm Susan Guthrie your host and this show today is going to be for those of you who need a little magic in order to get through your divorce. And I say magic, but the real issue we're going to be talking about here is money and really access to funds for divorce and some options that you may not know you have. So I have the with me today the fairy godmother of divorce and she uh, Uh, has been named that because she has the ability in some ways to wave a magic wand and help you to get funding uh, for your divorce. So I have with me today, the CEO of new chapter capital, Nicole Noonan. Thank you for joining me today, Nicole. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. So I want to tell you all a little bit about Nicole, because um, as always, I want you to know who you're getting your information from. Nicole's a nationally recognized divorce expert, and she is one of the pioneers of divorce funding. She has been um, helping with divorce funding for much longer than I think anyone. Maybe you're even the first to do it, Nicole.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm the longest (laughs) first, brought (laughs) it over here from uh, Australia.
0: Okay. So, I mean, they, she has the longest track record. She brought it to the United States and the the whole fairy godmother of divorce, which I, I love the, the title, was created by the New York Post when uh, when they featured her. Um, and I just love that image of her waving a magic wand and making money up here. It's not that simple. We'll talk about it. But uh, Nicole's also been recognized as New York Magazine, as New York's women's leaders in the law in 2014. She's been on Good Morning America, Bloomberg TV, WLNY's The Couch, and WPIX. And she's also been featured in the Huffington Post, Women in Business, American Banker, The Economist, Forbes Magazine, Fortune Magazine, and the New York Times. And just to top it all off, she is a very experienced family law attorney and mediator. So we're very lucky to have her today. Thank you again for joining us, Nicole. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, you know, when I asked you, we had this interview scheduled a couple of months down the road and I actually contacted you and reached out because... It seemed the minute that you and I had made contact and I found out about your uh, new chapter capital services, I suddenly was either recognizing the need for what you do um, more often, or I was receiving more outreach from listeners, attorneys, um, individuals going through divorce. And it just occurred to me that this is information that people truly need to have because I think both on the side of the divorcing public as well as my colleagues and, and professional friends, they don't know that you're doing this even though you've been doing it for a while. So for all of you out there, whether you're going through divorce or whether you are an attorney, mediator, divorce financial professional, everyone listen up because this is going to be really helpful to everyone. Um, and we should all know about this. I'm personally putting, um, a link to NAP new chapter capital on my divorce and, uh, divorce in a better way website so that my clients will have access. Um, but let's just start, let's back up a little bit, Nicole, and maybe talk about, you know, you call you, you referenced something called the real cost of divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you say that, what is it that you
1: mean? Well, I think a lot of people plan for their wedding but they certainly don't plan for their divorce. So, you know, you, since you're a little girl, you may be playing what you're going to do, what you're going to serve at the wedding, your dress, but you're not planning on what may happen afterwards. Um, so when people start with the divorce, um, I think it's very unexpected, the actual cost, because you're not just paying for uh, a divorce attorney. you also have to pay for your interim expenses. Um, and you also have to pay for maybe two households. Now, if, if your, if your spouse ends up moving out or you move out, um, you also have to pay for your lifestyle, your living expenses during your divorce. Now, sometimes you can get fees for that or council fees paid for upfront or your living expenses, um, pay for pursuant to a court order. But a lot of times you can't. Um, so people, you know, it, it seems like, a simple divorce sometimes can end up being 10x of what you think it costs because people just don't anticipate all the other costs. Um, any experts you have to hire are expensive, forensic accountants, um, private investigators. It's just, it's just there's a lot that goes into a divorce and, and unexpected for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I think that's a really good point for listeners who are perhaps facing divorce or thinking about it. Um, You know, I've always told clients as a divorce attorney, when they consulted with me that they probably need to have a nest egg in order to get started. But rarely do people honestly have enough set aside for all those expenses that you're just talking about. Um, Because divorce, unfortunately, doesn't happen for many people with a lot of pre-planning time a lot of times it's either sprung on someone where they're served or their spouse sits them down and maybe the spouse has been thinking about it for a long time um or and they've maybe been doing some planning in the background and maybe cut off access to funds that happens a lot Um, but many people don't have a long lead time such as you're talking about and then are left sort of without access to funds Um, do you see a lot of that with your
1: clients Absolutely. So, you know, the options are really either you have a nest egg, as you said, you go to friends or family um, looking for for money, which is is not an easy ask Um, and maybe impossible to even ask. Uh, Certainly you can make an application to the court through your counsel, but there's no guarantee you're going to get anything for, for counsel fees or for, for living expenses. And there's the credit card option. Now, a lot of our clients, come to me and maybe they haven't built up credit history of their own because their spouse was the one that controlled the first string. So um, their, or their credit score has been annihilated during the divorce process. So it's very hard to get a credit card to approve you. And then even if you're approved, getting, you know, $20,000, $30,000 more than that for, so, for some divorces, it, it's very difficult. So we divorce funding new chapter capital is an option for the, for those people.
0: So, and and that's a very good point because I have as a divorce attorney, back when I was doing litigation or represented work, I would often have clients come in and we would talk about, you know, the initial cost of even just getting started with a divorce, whether you are the spouse who wants to start the action or you are the spouse who's been served and need to retain counsel. And there's that magic word, right? Retain. You need to be able to usually to get an attorney uh, to represent you, if that's the route that you're going, you need some funds up front in order to just get your so you mentioned filing a motion. But even to retain an attorney, you often need a chunk of change to get going
1: absolutely. absolutely. And then once it, once you've retained the attorney, as you know, you still have to make the motion, which is expensive. And like i said, there's there's no guarantees. Um, so it's, it, you have to put in some money to, to get the money. What we're doing at New Chapter Capital, we're leveling the playing field. They're able to go and retain the, that attorney, make those motions if necessary, get those experts. Otherwise, you know your spouse may back you into a, a settlement less than what you're entitled to.
0: Right. And, and that's a, a good point. The filing of the motion for, say, council fees or support during the pendency of the action um, on council fees, I can say, you know, as someone who pra- has practiced for 30 years, very often the court will put deciding a contribution to counsel fees off until a final determination of the case. And that's not very helpful to you when your attorney needs ongoing funding to properly process your case. Um, You may get orders for uh, what we call pendente lite support or temporary support, um, but that may not be everything that you need. Also, there's only so much money to go around as the divorce is pending. So, Why don't you explain when you talk about divorce
1: funding, what is it that you mean? Divorce funding is an advance against the client's uh, potential settlement. So with, um, with the funding we fund for legal fees, so making sure the attorneys are paid the expert costs, um, forensic accountants, private investigators uh, and for, for living expenses. So really it's, um, our our underwriters, which are very good at their 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 job, make a determination of what our client's likely entitlement uh, would be, and then we fund based on on that assessment. Um, usually, about you know twenty twenty five percent of what their likely entitlement would be. So how would some,
0: say you have someone out there who's listening right now and they are in a situation that I hear from people all the time where their spouse has said they want a divorce, they've been the maybe a stay-at-home parent through the marriage or for the last several years, and their spouse has cut off their access to funds they don't they can't get into the savings accounts the credit cards been shut off um, or there just isn't a great deal of funding maybe the assets are Ill- illiquid and you know they may have the assets what does you know what's the initial outreach do they how do they contact you is there a an application process
1: well those are the, the two type of clients I saw when I was in, in my own practice uh, either the, the funds had been cut off or everything was tied up in in real estate, Um, whether it's, you know, tied up in an apartment that's $8 million apartment, but they're not able to sell it right now. Um, It's just a bad market. So what happens, either the attorney would recommend us, their expert would recommend us, or even the client um, can come reach out to us and we'll send over an application. It's very important that we work with their attorney um, to, to form together the application, just because as you know, the attorneys listening will know they're in a better position. It's not their first rodeo, uh, dealing with divorces where a lot of clients, it is their first rodeo. Um, you know, they answer a number of questions. We get our, our information back and we make a determination. Once we have that information, we try to do everything very quickly because we know time is of the essence for a lot of these, these matters, so is it an online application fill in the blank type of thing basically yes so it is is it's all online emails um over the information back to us um and it's nothing specific that we're looking for i mean there has to be an asset there there has to be something to to divide and something that we base our funding upon um you know i'd love to help everyone but it's it's not for every it's not for every client um uh, but certainly for ones where they are there are we say asset rich and cash poor. Now, asset rich doesn't mean they have to have the $8 million apartment, um, but there has to be some equity that's going to be divided at the end. Um, and that way we are able to make that advance for them.
0: And And is it a one-time advance or if they find they need more funding during the divorce, which I suspect happens...
1: Uh, uh occasionally
0: <laughs> if they go to um, trial or yes
1: mutation <laughs> doesn't work out um that happens all the time so yes we so that we'll review uh, a case and see if we need to um advance additional funds and we try to to envision and obviously there's no crystal balls for for the attorneys but what what's the maximum amount is this a um ten thousand dollar case is this a hundred thousand dollar case is this a million dollar case what's your anticipated um legal expert and, and potentially living expenses need.
0: Okay. So I, I, I think that's a really important factor for people to understand is you are working directly with their attorney to sort of conceptualize how best to proceed on their case and fund it properly.
1: Right, right. Now, the agreements are all with the clients, not with the attorneys, um, because it is an agreement between my company we out for capital and, and the client, but we do, we, we um, need to work with the attorneys um, to, to get that information over. And we just want to keep abreast of what's going on quarterly in the case. Um, has something gone from a mediation to trial or has something settled? Uh, all things we need to know. It's important for us to just keep, keep abreast of everything. Right.
0: And I think that that's, it's also important uh, for people to understand what you said. So the, this type of funding is funding that gets paid back to new chapter capital. This is not a source of pro bono funds for people. Um, And I, you know, this is a business for you as well, but you're giving people access to the best possible divorce case they can put on
1: right, the right team of experts, the right attorneys, the right accountants. Uh, that being said, we are uh, a non-recourse advance against their, their settlement. Um, so if they, for whatever reason, end up getting nothing, that that's what we do take at the end. Um, so we're, we're a little distinct, um, you know, so it comes down to having good underwriting, um, making sure that we're, not advancing more than, um, than really is necessary. So that's, that's why we work with the attorney. We don't want a client to take out more than, uh, to bite up more than what they could chew. We want to make sure that they're able to repay us at the end and that they are able to access, uh, the right experts and, you know, get a fair settlement.
0: So do, do you typically hear from the client or do you, are you usually contacted by the attorneys
1: first? You know, it can be all types. Um, either they come in through their attorneys, through clients, or even their experts. I mean, we've gotten calls from um, uh, wealth managers that have clients that are going through a divorce or um, matchmaking. <laughs> they're, they're already <laughs> thinking about the next step, but they still haven't gotten divorced. We've gotten those kind of clients. Um, divorce coaches, well, you know, anywhere really. Right, yes. So all of my
0: listeners, I have a number of professionals who also listen to the show who are in all of those categories. So take note, I was just talking with Kate Anthony, who is a divorce coach, um, who has a wonderful show, uh, the Divorce Survival Guide podcast. And Kate has been, she has a Facebook group that's amazing support for women going through divorce. And she has been getting a huge number of people asking her or saying, you know, I don't don't have access to funds, what do I do, Um, or all our money, she's in California, where properties are usually asset rich, um, and equity rich, but it's not an easy thing to access that money. So something like new chapter capital could really be a lifesaver for people in those those situations. I'd like to take a moment now to talk to my mediation colleagues. As many of us are facing the inability to continue our in-person mediation and dispute resolution practices, I want you to know there's an alternative option. Many of you do know that I have a fully online mediation and coaching practice, and for more than two years, I've actually been training other professionals in how to conduct their mediations online through my Learn to Mediate online program. I've always said that the future of mediation and dispute resolution is online, and now, honestly, that future is here. In my two-hour training program, you'll learn the basics of conducting your mediations through an online video conferencing platform, and I'll cover the practical and ethical considerations that you need to know to do it well. Right now, we also have several webinars scheduled, and we offer one-on-one and group trainings by appointment. I've reduced the cost of the webinars to only $299 so that as many of you as possible have access. So go to www.learntomediateonline.com to find out more and register today. Stay tuned for more from Susan and her guest, the fairy godmother of divorce, Nicole Noonan.
1: And even the timing on this, because a lot of you know examples you gave It takes a lot of time. Um, You know, if you get a mortgage, it takes a lot of time. There's no guarantees. Um, Same thing, you know, the tax consequences, you're going to be hit with a big, you know, tax bill and then um, tax penalty. And it just takes time to get access to those those funds where we can do it as little as two weeks.
0: If you are enjoying this episode, check out no more till death do you part. Estate planning issues in divorce, with leading trust and estate attorney Rebecca
1: Wallenfels.
0: And if you've got a, an estate plan you put in place, you've probably named your spouse to be that decision maker. Um, so then, you know, my first question is, do you want them to? You know, and oftentimes during the pendency of the divorce, that's the last person you want to be making decisions for you. And now we return to today's show. It just I have a I wonder because uh, I'm a divorce mediator at this point I don't do litigation anymore. Um, is is there anything new Chapter Capital can do for a couple going through a divorce? Say who are cash poor.
1: We've actually funded both sides, um, where the moneyed spouse uh, was ordered to pay uh, legal fees. So we ended up paying for his, um, legal fees and expert costs and for some living expenses for him. And then she also wanted to take out some living expenses. So we ended up funding both sides. Um, we make sure that, you know, both attorneys are okay with it. And it it works out really nicely because the, the asset was a, um, you know, big townhouse. They couldn't, Uh, liquefy it during the divorce. They couldn't take out a mortgage because a lot of banks are not really happy about giving you a mortgage during uh, a divorce. So this was a great option for them.
0: That's actually, that's a significant thing for people to understand. So even cooperatively, say in a mediation or in a collaborative divorce, a couple who does not have access to funds or where their funds might cost them a great deal. I have Been the mediator in cases where the majority of assets are either tied up in real estate, which they can't access, that and perhaps uh, retirement funds, which, yes, they could access, but they're going to pay a Tax penalty and a ten percent penalty for accessing those funds. The cost might be too high, um, or significantly higher. So even by agreement, what I'm hearing is they could come to New Chapter Capital and access funds, maybe even just for a joint household to keep running.
1: And even the timing on this, because a lot of you know examples you gave, it takes a lot of time. Um, you know, if you get a mortgage. It takes a lot of time and there's no guarantees. Um, same thing, you know, the tax consequences, you're going to be hit with a big, you know, tax bill and then um, tax penalty. And it just takes time to get access to those, those funds where we can do it as little well as two weeks. So that's that's a
0: significant factor as well, because people are usually, especially if they're needing it for either because they need to get into court quickly or they need to make that next mortgage
1: payment, Exactly. or you know buy food right, <laughs> those, right. those can
0: be very significant tuition bills you know that's another
1: thing it's not always uh that easy to get one side to pay the tuition bills for oh. for kids that's one the big heart wrencher for me so man I, I can good. imagine yeah
0: and that comes up Pretty, pretty often. Um, So you mentioned other um, in the notes that, that you were kind enough to provide me with, you mentioned other alternatives when it comes to funding litigation. Is that other alternatives than what you're doing or other things than that people can do through new chapter?
1: uh, Other alternatives to to divorce funding. Um, You know, we mentioned taking out a mortgage, but you know, there was difficulty behind that Um, making a support application through your attorney, um, as we discussed, there's no guarantees on that. It's expensive. Um, and if you're not paying your attorney, your attorney may not be willing to, to, to even go forward with one. Um, you know, there are friends or family to go to as an alternative, but as we discussed, it's difficult to ask in credit cards. So we are, we are another alternative, um, and for a lot of people, probably a palatable one um, that you know, makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, well, palatable and actually preferable. Um, Now, I'm assuming there are some costs to this. You're not doing this, um, you know. So, so how does that work? How do you get paid back? How do people then pay you for the the lending of funds?
1: So, um, uh, unlike a credit card, where there's a um, monthly um, payment that needs to be made, there's there's no monthly payment that needs to be made all the payments are rolled in so nothing needs to be paid until the client gets to sell um there is a monthly fee but it's only on with the money that they're taking out so if they're approved for a hundred thousand dollars and they only need twenty thousand dollars it's just on the twenty thousand um there is a small underwriting fee and other than that, that that's really that's it so it's that's really it. we try you know for me this was uh a passion project because i saw it in my own office when i was practicing i practiced in an area where i grew up and i had you know my friends my uh relatives that would come into to my office that really had no access forget about you know retaining me but couldn't even support themselves because they were cut off um their credit cards were cut off and their spouses were the ones that controlled the money so um, I really am doing this to, to help people. Um, and it's, it's, I get thank you notes all the time, which is such a cool thing. Yeah, I
0: I can imagine that you do, because honestly, this is something, I mean, I, I, again, I've done this this type of work for 30 years. Um, I wish I had known about what you were doing long ago. Um, I practiced for the first 20 plus years of my practice in Fairfield County, Connecticut, which is a fairly affluent area, or actually quite affluent area. Um, but we often had these situations where either one spouse uh, didn't have access to or it was a family where all of the assets were tied up um, and were not liquid, and I, I the thing that you mentioned because this is an issue I've seen for clients who go and use credit cards to fund the divorce, and it, there's a very you know significant issue that is then created because monthly. Every time they increase the balance due, at the very least, they have an increasing payment due every month. And if it's a card that requires payment in full, like certain American Express accounts or something like that, it's really only deferring the problem for a very short period of time. And it can cause significant credit issues if they are unable to meet those payments. So this is an alternative where, as you just said, people can be paying you back at the end. Um, and, but then their attorney can be funded throughout, their litigation can be funded throughout, their experts can be funded, their CDFAs can be funded. It's truly going to be a game changer, I think, for people who are listening, who find themselves, you know, struggling to meet the expenses. Uh, So one of the um, other things that we talked about were that there are some myths that, sort of surround this magic fairyland of uh, divorce funding. What are some of those myths?
1: I think you know a lot of people think this is only for the ultra ultra uh, wealthy, um, and that that's not true. Um, as we discussed, there there definitely does have to be an asset. Um, unfortunately, we you know we can't divide furniture if there's no equity in, if it's uh, in a house or or some sort of property. Um, it's not a, a right fit for us, not a right fit for, for the clients either. Um, that we only operate, um, in the New York area and that's not true. We're across the country. Uh, a lot of people think that the fees are astronomical, that it's similar to, um, uh, med mal, uh, funding, which is totally opposite. We have very different, uh, clients. Uh, we understand that we're not dealing with a big, you know, insurance company. We're dealing with, you know, people and people's lives, and and getting them to to their next chapter is our goal. Um, so I think those are some of the myths. Uh,
0: yeah, and I can see people thinking that. And for uh, listeners who aren't attorneys, med mal is medical malpractice litigation, <laughs> which is very expensive because you have to have um, high-level experts to pursue those cases. They take a long time. So there are. Uh, Companies out there that fund those, but um, yeah, I'm not in that world. But they don't always have the best reputations as lenders. Um, You know that that would just be. I I want people to understand you're you're operating in a completely different world Mm -hmm. than that. Um, And and the fees are actually it doesn't sound like you know astronomical. And you know there's the underwriting fee that you mentioned, and then there's a monthly fee only on the amount that people are actually borrowing and that all gets rolled into the ad. Right. Right.
1: Right. Right. I mean, we, we try to be competitive with the credit cards really because that's, but unlike a credit card, um, you don't have to make payments. payment.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I think makes you, I, I mean, light years ahead of the credit cards, credit cards. Unfortunately, if you call them up and say, Hey, I'm going through a divorce. I promise I'm going to pay you in six months when this is over that's not going to help your credit score. Um, no. and, and, they, they are not particularly forgiving. I know this because I watch clients credit no. reports take a huge hit during divorces in many, many cases. Um, so you know what now the divorce is over, say, um, what happens in a case where, it's still going to take some time. The divorce is done, but the house now needs to be sold or there's a time period where now we're going to have the asset division before people receive their, their final settlement. What happens for new chapter capital in that, those situations? We get
1: it. We understand. And that's a lot of our clients. A lot of our clients um, end up, you know, they have to divide, sell the house at the end and they're going to split the equity in the house. So, the attorney is now paid, the clients are now divorced, the experts are now paid, and a new chapter capital will we'll wait until the house is sold and then we'll get repaid once the house sells.
0: Do you, I, I'm just curious, do you put a lien on the house or anything of that nature?
1: He, from time to time, we'll put a UCC um, filing just so, and we've actually had it where a client's husband was trying to refinance uh, during the pendency of the divorce, and we got notified. Um, that he was trying to do this and called up, you know, her attorney right away and said, by the way, I'm um, not sure if you know this. So it, it's sort of a protection protection for everyone. Yes, uh, so nothing yeah. can happen to the asset uh, during um, the divorce um, until everything is, is settled. Yeah, well it's not supposed to. Uh. Yeah, right, right, exactly. In theory. In theory.
0: In yeah. theory. Um we we uh, when I was doing full on hardcore litigation, we would often put something called a list pendants on the property during the pendency of the action. So that a spouse couldn't do that because mm-hmm. I'm sad to say. People will do a lot of things they're not supposed to do when it comes to divorce. Um, Now, is there any way for um, a client or an attorney on behalf of their client to find out in advance if the client is going to qualify for legal fees or that, um, you know, that they'll be qualified Cause yeah. we get a lot of people who reach out and they're just thinking about divorce or it's something they want to know their
1: options. Right. Right. So they can call, call our, um, our, our number. Um, and someone at the office will connect, um, with one of our uh, potential our underwriters or some myself or, um, other people at, at the company that can kind of give them a, a smell test to see, well, um, it looks good. You know, I can't give you a definitive answer or, or I'm sorry, it's, it's just not going to work out. We get a lot of, um, post judgment, uh, requests, um, and sometimes we'll take them. Sometimes we won't. And, and so those, those are, uh, good ones to call up if they have a question on it and we can do a smell test right away.
0: That's great. I mean, that you're doing, it's not just divorce litigation, you're doing post-judgment litigation as well. Some
1: post-judgment. Most, most of the time it's the strict, you know, divorce, um, but from time to time we'll take a post-judgment.
0: Okay. So, you know, so you mentioned they can, they would reach out. Why can you tell people how they would reach out, how they would get the process started, how they can get more information?
1: Sure. So our website, N-E-W, chapter, C-H-A-P-T-E-R, capital C-A-P-I-T-A-L, dot com, um, or give us a call 212-404-7807. Um, or email, um, you can email me personally, which I'm happy to, for your listeners, um, nn at new, n-e-w, chapter, c-h-a-p-t-e-r, capital C-a-p-a-t-a-l.com. Um, I'm happy to, to chat. Uh, if it's not me, someone in our office, we can all, um, discuss with you the potential of, of getting some funding. Well, that's, and
0: I love that you're available to people. I have to tell you all, since I met Nicole, I've had people reaching out and I have been referring new cha- them to New Chapter Capital. And as I said, I'm going to be putting a link on um, divorce in a better way in the next day or so, so that the information is there for people, because I I just think this will be a game changer for so many who are listening, including my professional listeners. Those of you who are colleagues, consider what this can do, the freedom And just the peace of mind and the one less stressor that we can maybe take off the plates for our clients. I just think this is this really is this is where the the magic godmother of divorce comes from. Um, There is no magic wand. You've heard me say in other cases, the judges are like, I don't have a magic wand to make money up here. Nicole actually can in, <laughs> in the right cases. So now you did also have a special offer for listeners if you could tell people about
1: that. sure, so um for your listeners uh, today and and for the coming um, time, uh, I'm available. Uh, you can email me, reach out at nN at newchascapital dot com, and I'm happy to set up a fifteen minute consultation. We can go over your case personally. Uh, find out if it's something that will take, I can give you a, a better smell test than anyone else at my office. Um, and we'll see what we can do. But yes, anyone 15 minutes free consultation.
0: That's wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm going to put all of the information in the show notes. As I mentioned, it's going to be on the podcast website, divorceandbeyondpod.com, as well as uh, my personal website, which is divorceinabetterway.com. So Nicole, thank you so much. Not not only for coming on the show, but really for what you're doing because people, this is is a game changer and, and I wish I had known about it, but I'm going to do my best to make sure that people do now.
1: Thank you you so much. It was great. It was very fun. No, Thank thank you.